Thank you for joining us here on this October 2nd of 2022. Reverend Jonathan Warren has titled his sermon today, One Day More. Our liturgist today is Reggie Benton. The scripture reading is taken from Psalms 25, 1 through 11. And our gospel reading comes to us from John 8, 1 through 11. Thank you for taking time to listen to us today. God bless and may there be peace and prosperity in your family this week. The scripture reading today is from Psalm 25 verses 1 through 11. Let us listen to the word of God. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Do not let me be put to shame. Do not let my enemies exult over me. Do not let those who wait for you to be put to shame. Let them be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all day long. Be mindful of your mercy, O Lord, and of your steadfast love, for they have been from old. Do not remember the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your steadfast love, remember me for your goodness sake, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord, therefore he instructs sinners in the way. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. All the paths of the Lord are steadfast love and faithfulness for those who keep his covenant and his decrees. For your name's sake, O Lord, pardon my guilt, for it is great. This is the word of the Lord. Let us listen to the Gospel of John, chapter 8 beginning with the first verse. Then each of them went home while Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Early in the morning he came again to the temple, and all the people came to him, and he sat down and he began to teach them. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery, And making her stand before all of them, they said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery. Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such a woman. Now what do you say? They said this to test him so that they might have some charge to bring against him. Jesus bent down and wrote with his finger on the ground, When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, Let anyone among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. And once again, he bent down and wrote on the ground. When they heard it, they went away one by one, 
beginning with the elders, and Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Jesus straightened up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, sir. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go your way, and from now on, do not sin again. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I forgot to mention this to everybody out here. This is just so exciting with the candy. It it distracted me. Uh, But the basket of these little invitations is right back there. Um, So I hope you all grab one of those on your way out to share with a family member or a friend, uh, grandchildren, uh, the neighbors. You don't have to tell them all the candy was there, right? (laughs) Okay, today the Broadway musical Les Miserables collides with our scripture reading about a woman who's about to be stoned. What better way to understand today's reading than to use the characters and the songs from this popular musical? The song One Day More takes place on the evening of the 1832 Paris Uprising. Many of the characters sing about what the next day has in store for them. And it's such an interesting song because each character sings from their unique point of view, and it becomes one of this, these kind of songs with many voices. Revolutionaries Jean Valjean and Marius inspire the next day's uh, revolution, while on the very opposite side, Javert prepares his soldiers for battle. One day more to revolution, we will nip it in the bud. We'll be ready for these schoolboys. They will wet themselves with blood. Now, Javert is a police inspector who strictly believes in law and order and will stop at nothing to enforce France's harsh penal codes. Javert is incapable of compassion or pity, performs his work with such passion that he takes on a nearly animal quality when he's on the chase. And in today's scripture reading, the scribes and Pharisees bring in a woman. They're acting much like Javert, strictly believing in law and order. They bring this woman caught in the act of adultery before all the elders of the synagogue to Jesus. Found this woman caught in an act. We will nip it in the bud. Moses' law commands us stoning. We will wet ourselves with blood. Now, we all know that adultery isn't condoned in Scripture, not something we encourage or advocate for, because it's wrong. It hurts many involved. Much like Javert, the scribes and the Pharisees are upholding the law, upholding their faith, but at the cost of this woman's life. We also know there is mercy in Scripture and in God's law. I wonder if this woman's story is more like Fantine from Les Miserables. As described in uh, the book, and I got this from Sparknotes, Fantine is a working-class girl who leaves her hometown to seek her fortune in Paris. Fantine's innocent affair with a dapper student named Tholomais leaves her pregnant and abandoned. You could hear it here. She makes a Herculean effort to 
feed herself and her daughter, Cassette. Even as she descends into the world's oldest profession, she never stops caring for her daughter, Cosette. And Fantine represents the destruction that 19th century French society cruelly wreaks on the less fortunate. When Fantine is fired from her job to, at the factory, she, she's thrown onto the streets and she's anguishing and lamenting and thinking back to happier days, wondering at all that has gone wrong in her life. And she sings, I Dreamed a Dream, a song Elizabeth just sang so beautiful. I dreamed a dream in time gone by, when hope was high and life worth living. I dreamed that love would never die. I prayed that God would be forgiving. Could imagine the adulterous woman singing the same song. Today's scripture reading, the scribes and the Pharisees have caught this woman in this act. There's something very important missing in this trial. They conveniently forgot the other offender. She's put on trial and condemned to be stoned to death without the male offender present or even named. And because of this, I think her situation aligns much more with Fantine's story. I wish it weren't so st still today, but this still happens. Women become the scapegoat. We can even use the same words that Fantine sings in I Dreamed a Dream, which describes how she got to this point. Imagine these same words describing the Pharisees, and then how this woman feels before the crowd. But the tigers come at night with their voices soft as thunder. As they tear your hopes apart and they turn your dreams to shame. In both the musical and our scripture reading, it's not an easy moment. To this woman's surprise, she discovers she isn't alone. Jesus is among the crowd and hears her trepidation and anguish, which is a stark contrast to the scribes and the Pharisees' attack. So when they ask of his opinion, Jesus cleverly says very little. Now, I looked up how to break a fight and found this. Matan Gavish, who has trained combat experts from Navy SEALs to the NYPD's tactical training unit, says this, a fight is usually a result of clashing egos. There are usually plenty of opportunities to de-escalate a situation before punches are thrown. First, speak in an even, calm tone and relax your body language. No need to escalate things further. Try to diffuse the situation. One easy fix, offer to pick up tough guys, tab. That pretty much calms anybody down. Jesus knows that tempers are flared here. The crowd can lash out at any moment. They have stones in hand. But he doesn't push or prod or retaliate. He's calm and he even takes a moment to write something in the sand. And then when prodded again and again, Jesus basically diffuses the entire situation by saying, anyone here who is without sin, be the first to throw a stone at her. 
And then he relaxes and he bends over and keeps writing in the sand. Do you see the people leave, leaving in silence one by one? It is the exit of a people who will not stone anyone. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. The crowd who originally gathered to stone her is no longer. With no one to condemn her, Jesus forgives this woman. Today's scripture reading moves from a group who is blaming and condemning, which makes this woman feel ashamed and scared and all alone, moving to Jesus, moving a crowd from violence, and then he forgives her. You can hear that. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drum, there is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. We witness a movement from condemnation, hatred, and anger to love, redemption, and mercy. And it's powerful because this isn't what our world usually does or teaches. Today is World Communion Sunday. And as we each taste the bread of life and drink from the cup of salvation, we discover that this woman's story is our story. We eat the bread of life. We move from condemnation and hatred and anger to love, redemption, and mercy. As we drink from the cup of salvation, we look beyond today. One day more, another day, another destiny. We too can sing triumphantly. These men who seem to know her crime, ready to stone her and her time. One day more. She did not live until today. She now can live because they all parted. Tomorrow all can join God's way because with love our world has started. One day more, one day to a new beginning. Do you hear the people sing? There's a new world to be living where Jesus is the King. This woman's story is our story. And these songs become our songs. As we look beyond today, we too can sing triumphantly. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. One more dawn, one more day, one day more. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you found this podcast inspirational and would like to support the First Love Ministry programs at First Presbyterian Church, please send any contributions to First Presbyterian Church at 870 West College, 
Jacksonville, Illinois. Our zip code is 62650. Our phone is 217-245-4189. You can contact our secretary there between the hours of 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. Monday through Friday. Our email is office at firstpresjacks.org. That's office at F-I-R-S-T-P-R-E-S-J-A-X dot O-R-G. Masks are now optional anywhere in the church. Our in-person church services start at 10 a.m. on Sunday. Access to our online church service starts at 9.55 a.m. You can listen to these live services on our Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com slash first, F-I-R-S-T, P-R-E-S, Jacks. You can join our Facebook group called First Presbyterians with a Purpose. We have a choir that meets from 7 to 8 p.m. every Thursday night, and we welcome all who are willing to sing. We look forward to hearing from you, either by email, mail, or phone. God bless, and may you have a peaceful and safe year.